authority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. Join us in this broadcast, Being Transformed, Not Conformed, as Kim Miller brings us a message out of Romans 12, 2, which says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Hello and welcome to this broadcast of Woman at the Well Ministries. And Romans 12, 1 tells us that we are to present our bodies a living sacrifice, which is our reasonable service. In verse 2, what we are told is that we are not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed. And then it tells us how we can be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And then it tells us why. Because we can prove that which is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. There's not a child of God who honestly doesn't want to please him. And there's not a child of God who wouldn't want to be able to say that I'm in the perfect will of God. But there are countless, countless children of God who are unwilling to do what it takes to be in the will of God. And you see, salvation has nothing to do with works because the Bible says, for by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Yet it does say, if you love me, You'll keep my commandments. And keeping his commandments is what allows us to be in the perfect will of God. You know, the psalmist David tells us that if we hide iniquity in our heart, or we regard iniquity in our heart, that he will not hear us. And not a one of us want to say prayers amiss. So we need to make sure that we have confessed our sins. And the Bible says if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so when we begin to look at this passage of Scripture, and particularly in verse 2 of Romans 12, 1 and 2, what we see is that we should be different than the world. And we know the Bible says that we're to be a peculiar people, zealous of good works. And that's all about presenting your body a living sacrifice because we're committed to the service of God. And the things that you might have used to thought fun, they kind of grow strangely dim and they lose their joy if they were things of the world. When, when maybe we weren't saved, perhaps there were things that, that we liked to do, but now that we are saved, our want-tos have changed. You know why our want-tos have changed? Because our insides have changed. Because we're no longer living and serving sin, and sin no more has dominion over us, but we are now transformed by God through his son, Jesus Christ, by believing in Jesus and allowing his sinless, spotless, perfect sacrifice on the cross of Calvary to wash our 
to wash us white as snow, but though our sins were as scarlet, they are washed white as snow by the blood of Jesus Christ, and only Jesus Christ can forgive us of our sins because he was the only one who could pay the penalty of sin that would set us free. And the Bible says that we are free in Christ. We are free indeed. And so as children of God, we should look different. We should walk different. We should act different. And by all means, we should have a joy in us that is unspeakable and full of glory and a peace that passes understanding because we have a hope in Jesus Christ and that hope cannot fail. That hope will never let you down. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He will guide your footsteps and he lives ever making intercession for us and he will supply every need and he will give us the strength to do what he calls us to do yet so often as christians we tell the world we serve a risen savior and we walk around like he's dead and can't help us how ridiculous is that but the bible says this that we're not to conform to the world the bible says that we're to be different that we're to abstain from all appearance of evil. And that is true. And you know that means sometimes you can't do what other people do. And maybe there really isn't anything wrong with it. But somebody somewhere that you're trying to witness to thinks there is. And so you've got to sacrifice a little bit. And you've got to live a life not holier than they are. But holy enough so that he can flow through you to go where they are. That's what you've got to do. And so sometimes you can't do some things you want to do. The Bible says that there is a way which seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And in Romans 6.23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So if we go on doing what feels good, if we go on living for the flesh, if we go on not having any regard for what God has said, then we might be okay for a little while. The Bible says there's pleasure in sin for a season. But I promise you that ultimately you'll regret it. Because I know one thing, if you haven't turned your life over to Jesus Christ, that day he comes back, and he is coming back, because he said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. He tells us that in John chapter 14. But I promise you that sin will take you further than you want to go. It'll cost you more than you want to pay, and it will keep you longer than you want to stay. Many, many homes have been broken because one person in that home did one sin that they thought they could just do and no one would know about, or perhaps it would only last for a few minutes or just an evening, and the next thing they knew it was something that was repetitive or it broke their family up or it took all their money, and the next thing you knew their entire life was destroyed and changed because they made one decision to serve flesh as opposed to serving God. So we can't conform into the world. In fact, the Bible says that we're to be the light of the world. And we don't light a, a, put our light under a bushel, but we put it out on a candlestick for all the world to see. We may be the only Bible that some people ever read. Is your life giving the correct doctrine according to the scriptures of Christ? You see, our point to ponder is this, that Christians should be different than unbelievers. We should be giving more giving because we know what we've been given we should be more forgiven because we know that daily we're forgiven of our trespasses and our sins by the blood of jesus christ but in this verse in romans chapter 12 and verse 2 after he tells us not to conform to the world he tells us to be transformed 
And in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, he says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. The Holy Spirit has been placed in you, and it's going to lead you and guide you and comfort you and teach you and bring to mind all those things that you have need of when you have need of it. And the Holy Spirit dwells inside of you. You are the temple of Christ. You ought to really be excited. He could have chosen to live anywhere, but he chose to live in us. And that has to make us different than someone that doesn't have the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings living inside of us. Living inside of every believer who's received Christ as Savior, which makes them a believer, which makes them have a recipient of Christ's righteousness, which he imputes in us and gives us a right to be the family of God. Every one of us has the Lord in us in the form of the Holy Spirit. We have to be different. It has to transform us. That's that second birth that Nicodemus was told by Jesus that was required. First, we have to be born of a woman, and then we are born by the Spirit. In Ephesians chapter 1 and 18, it says, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 23, it says, And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. You know, every day the world tries to take something away from you. The devil sends all kinds of obstacles your way. He knows how to push your buttons, and if he doesn't, you'll tell him. Because you'll complain about it, you'll speak about it. See, he doesn't know your minds and thoughts. He only knows what you speak. Unlike the Lord who is an, a discerner of the heart and the intent of the heart. You see, he's going to put things, he'll tempt you. He'll put things, he tried tempting Christ. So if he doesn't have any shame about going to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and the creator of all things and throwing something at him thinking that he possibly would yield, I assure you, I assure you, he has no qualms about attacking you. But I also assure you that the Bible says greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I also assure you that he says that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus, which lives in us. I also want you to know that he says that we can do above, abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. And how do we get that power working in us? Because we believe in the name of the only begotten son of God and we clear the way of our life by just praying and asking God into our life and then after we've received him as savior then we we study his word and we pray and we let him feel our thoughts and our minds and we concentrate on the things of God and we commit ourselves to the service of the Lord and we are just drawing closer and closer to him because the Bible says that if you draw nigh unto God he'll draw nigh unto you the Bible also says that in the presence of Jesus the devil must flee so if you want to stop being bothered by the devil then you get in the word of God and get on your knees and begin to pray to God and he'll leave you alone he wants no part of that but so often what we do is we grumble and we complain. We get our eyes off of Christ and we look left and we look right, just as Peter did when he saw Christ in the water and he immediately sank when he began to look at the environment and began to look at the problems and he got his mind focused on the storm instead of focused on Jesus. And as soon as he was looking at Jesus, the storm had no effect on him because Jesus is greater than the storm. But so often we allow the storm to defeat us because we refuse to keep our eyes on Christ. But we need to be transformed. 
The Bible says, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. The Bible tells us that as obedient children, we're not fashioning ourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance. You're no longer ignorant, but you have been enlightened by the Lord. But in 1 John 2.15, we're given a commandment that will help us so much. He says, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And then he tells us that we are to prove that is acceptable will of God. He says in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 21, he says, Make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. You see, the Lord isn't finished with me, and he's not finished with you if you are still alive and listening to this message. He's still working on me, and he's still working on you. And if we'll just give our life over to him, present our bodies a living sacrifice, and allow him to transform us by studying who he is and and loving him with our heart, soul, mind, and all being, then he will change us into who he wants us to be, and he will supply our every need. As Christians, we should stick out like sore thumbs in this world. all for joining us today for this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by our program today and we encourage you to share your prayer requests or testimonies or any feedback that you have. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your daily walk with God. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you are interested in partnering with Woman at the Well Ministries, please feel free to email us or write to us at Woman at the Well Ministries, P.O. Box 875, Milton, West Virginia, 25541. We would also like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your thoughts and your prayers, and you are all in our prayers. Remember that God loves you, and you are loved. Have a wonderful and blessed day in the Lord.